Warning. This podcast will contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Yo, what's going on? My name is Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. And you are currently tuned in to the Viewers Anonymous podcast. What's going on with you, Brody? Man, I'm doing all right, man. Doing good, man. I was just telling you about some um some stuff that I had uh ended up running into last night, man. I ended mm-hmm. up joining one of these feeds on Twitter, man. Ended up getting a lot of information from uh from different podcasters, man. So it's uh I had a very interesting night last night, man. So uh how about you, man? How you feeling? Everything good? Man, everything is going great, bro. I can't complain about nothing in my life right now. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm pretty much just chilling, doing my thing. Um OnlyFans is going crazy right now. So, you know, can't complain about that. I'm loving it. It's going great. Um, you know what I'm saying? Got a lot of um <laughs> Got a lot of involvement going on, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's just, man, listen, I, this this whole process has just been fun. Um, aside from the fact that I, you know what I'm saying, get to stare at boobs all day, just uh, just the interactions that I'm having with people and, you know what I'm saying, working with other creators in a different creative space is fun as well because I'm able to take all of my talents from here and YouTube and uh, you know what I'm saying, TikTok, Instagram, like all those other platforms as far as, you know what I'm saying, doing audio, doing video editing, you know what I'm saying, being able to um, edit photos, being able to, you know what I'm saying, do graphics and, you know what I'm saying, just all that other kind of stuff. I'm able to help them because it's a lot of them that really don't know how to promote their stuff or even like, you know what I'm saying, set up something to market it right. So I'm, I'm that's really what I'm doing with a lot of them. Uh, especially the ones that I work, um, the ones that I talk to, because it's like uh, I'm doing a lot of networking. And so with that, it's, you know, what I'm saying making it a little bit easier to be able to talk to them and, you know, what I'm saying like. Uh, get content with them and stuff like that, doing collabs and everything else, because like I can help them do this and in turn, they'll be like, well, yeah, you know, what I'm saying I, I do some content with you or whatever. or You know, what I'm saying I, I do something for you or whatever. So. You know what I mean? Like, and then it's not it's not something like I'm pressing them to do, but at the same time, it's like they looking out for me just like I'm looking out for them. So it's just been fun, man. It, and then it's dope to see like a lot of the stuff that a lot of these girls are doing because they are doing some amazing stuff on there, bro. Like some amazing stuff. Like I seen this real quick though. Like I seen this one chick. She do cosplay. So like she dress up as like anime characters. She dress up as like video game characters and shit. And that's mm-hmm. all she do. Like she don't get naked or nothing, but like she just do cosplay. But the shit is dope. Like it looked just like the video game characters and the cosplay character. I mean the uh anime characters. So like she do her own makeup, everything. Like she fire, bro. She is fire. So I was talking to her and she was trying to figure out like how to um how she would be able to, you know what I'm saying, like get certain graphics and stuff on her pictures. So I was just telling her, like, well, you know what I'm saying, like, what you looking for? And then I'll try to find it and, you know what I'm saying, see if I could do it for you. And so she was looking for, um, for, um, not Naruto, what's that shit called? Um, Demon Slayer. So she was looking for the, the, um, 
the title name Demon Slayer um, on uh, for her picture. So I found the I found the thing, and then you know what I'm saying I edited it, you know, so I edited it up, doctored it up, and I put it on her picture. And then I found the name of the character, so I put the name of the character at the top and made it look like a trading card. And I sent it to her, and she was like, "Oh shit!" Like she was like, "This is this is fire." I was like, "It's all yours," you know what I'm saying? Like you you got it for free. She was like, "Damn!" She was like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah." So she ended up um, posting it on her shit, and then she tagged me in the she well, she tagged my OnlyFans page in the in the post. So you know what I'm saying? It's just shit like that, man. It's just it's fun, bro. Being able to network with people and helping people out, you know what I'm saying? Helping them create better content. You know what I'm saying? You never know what you'll run across or who you'll run across that'll be able to help you or teach you something too. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, man. You should have hit me up, man. I would have told I would have told you to put some of that um, you know, Kid Cutter did an album called Passion, Pain, and Demon Slain. You know what I'm saying? She could have had that album playing in the background. You know what well, I mean? the, she had, the Demon Slain. Yeah, no, nah, it was a it was a picture. It was a picture. So I made it like the the way I did it, I made it like it was a trading card. So you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, that's dope. I put a border around it, you know what I'm saying? And then on the border, I had the um I had like a little banner around the thing. So around the name of the character, I had a banner around that. And then at the bottom, I just put the Demon Slayer logo or the name title or whatever on there. And then that just, you know what I'm saying? Like it 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 was like one of the it looked like a trading card for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can get at the packs or whatever, like that, or something like that. So she was like, wow, like you pretty good with this shit. I'm like, I do my best. And then I found like some Japanese letters that I guess was the name of it too. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the fuck it said in Japanese, but it looked dope. That shit said catfish. Probably that motherfucker probably said like tuna. But I put the I put the Japanese letters under it real small. Well, not like real small, but smaller than the the name of the character, so it looked like it was yeah. in Japanese. So yeah, that shit was fire, man. All right. <clears throat> That's what's up, man. Yeah, man. Um. You know, I will say, man, it's it's good, man, being back, being yeah. back on um, back pot. And even though I ended up doing a pot that Friday anyway, um, you know, end up being a Friday the thirteenth. So I took advantage of that. You know what I'm saying? Put out put out a put out a pot on Friday the thirteenth. But like, you know what I'm saying? But the thing, but now this is the crazy part though. So like I had did it right and I even going into it. You know how I do. Like I, I'm not sitting around like writing notes. Like, cause like I was listening to this one podcast about that person I was telling you about before, and I'm sitting there listening to it, and they was just telling me how they was like they did a whole outline, they did a whole layout of like what their podcast is gonna be. And I was like, yeah, I don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I just go into that motherfucker. Yeah, I'm and, with you on that. I I tried to do like when I was doing already home, I tried to do outlines. It just so it don't feel right, bro. Yeah, I, I think it depends on what type of podcast you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're trying to do an informational type of like, especially when it comes to um, though like those crime podcasts and stuff like that, like yeah, you kind of have to, you know, set an outline and all that type shit to get that whole thing going. But like for what I do, it's more. It's more freer. It's more. Mm-hmm. It's more conversational. So it's not really outlined that way for it to for it to sound really structured. And like going into it, like I went into this whole like stigma thing about where it all originated from when it comes to Friday the Thirteenth and why it got this bad 
this bad omen on it and all this type of shit. So I went into that and then I went into the whole series or whatnot. But um, but yeah, man, it's it's fun and and it's great to be back, viewers anonymous, man. Um, because Mister Week, Mister Week of, of, of what we watching, but. I got I got a lot of shit for this Friday, man. But I, but I will say this though, man. I've been hearing, man. People been talking about it, man. Black Mirror coming back, man. Huh? Yeah, Black Mirror coming back. Um, when? Well, they didn't put a date on it. Um, but but it's confirmed. Uh, Netflix, yeah, it's confirmed. It's confirmed, and they said uh, it's going to be more. It's going to be more like movie structure. It's it's still like going to be a series without the pick well, pick and choose. I don't. They didn't say that. They didn't say okay. that. They just said that. Like, I, I, I just think that. But I felt like it was always that way, though. I felt like it was always a different story mm-hmm. for a different thing. So I, I don't know why somebody said that. Unless it's going to be like the episodes are going to be like an hour and a half type okay. of thing. Okay. I mean, maybe that's what they meant when they said it's going to be more movie wise because like all of them were different. It was never the mm-hmm. same thing. So yeah, it's, but it's I'm. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about that, man, because what I heard, I don't know if this is true, but supposedly they had something done. But they said it, it kind of mirrored the whole Trump shit. So they just scratched it and they didn't put it out. Um, That's what the rumor is. That's what the rumor is. I don't know how true this is. I mean, I believe in the source of where I heard it, mm-hmm. but it's just the fact of like, Supposedly, that's why it's been three years. It's because they had something ready, and then they was like, "We don't think this is going to be viewed well," so they just scratched it and just didn't come out with it. Yeah. But, but yeah, I'm I'm excited about that, man. Black Mirror is one of those futuristic shows that's just that's that's wild, man. Like I was listen, listening to this podcast today, and they was talking about like how wild the episodes are. And they brought up the one where the girl like likes was her credit score, and then just like you, that's not far fetched, man. Like I could see some shit being like that in two thousand and forty. Like mm-hmm. if your social media popping, <laughs> your life is popping, <laughs> but but if you ain't shit, man. your credit score ain't gonna be shit. Like man, that that that's it's it's crazy, man. It's it's crazy, but uh, I I enjoy that show, man, and I'm really looking forward to come back. Hold on, real quick, bro. Cool, cool. Um, okay. but I'm sorry. Okay, good. I had to check something real quick. My apologies. No, you straight. You straight. All right, so but, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, I was just gonna I was just gonna introduce it, but you ready? Oh yeah, go ahead. You got it. You got it. Oh well, okay. Well, uh, listen, people, we got a anniversary for y'all, man. It is mm-hmm. the thirty year anniversary of this film. It is a uh, film that was directed and written by Ron Sheldon, um, starring Wesley Snipes, Woody uh, Woody Harrison, Rosie Perez. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of people. You got uh, Kadeem uh, Hardison in here, man. Um, you know, a bunch of guys that. Uh, Dwayne Martin, he made his appearance in here, looking like uh, looking like my man in um, oh, what's my movie called? Uh, Above the Rim. <laughs> He's like the same guy. <laughs> For sure. You know what though? When he was on uh, Real Husbands of Hollywood, he looked the same, bro. Like he still do. He's he like, might be a vampire too. 
he might be. He might be like, for real, man. I'm telling you, they mm-hmm. doing something. Something ain't right over there. For sure. But, um, but yeah, y'all, we wanted to do something for y'all that uh, we've been missing these, man. So we figured that this would be a great time to do it. It is the 30 year anniversary of White Man Can't Jump. Yes, sir. And this is where I want to start, though, because this is the wild thing about this, right? There's mm-hmm. going to be a reboot. We'll get into the reboot here in a second, but I want I want to hit this one thing with you first. Okay. One of the reasons why I think that this movie and this reboot is going to be I don't it it depends on how they do it. But when it comes to the term now of white man can't jump. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know if that shit fly no more, man. <laughs> well, no, that was a, that was strictly a nineties thing, bro. It was a nineties. Yo, that shit do not fly today. Like that no. title, it's yeah. not, man. I'm man. Have you been seeing that that one dude? It's just one dude, man. He got like blue hair or some shit, mm-hmm. and like he doing like these dunk contests, like um. Yeah, the one where he, the one where he dunk, he he uh he he uh uh I'm about to say dunk it. He dribble it and then he jump up and let it roll off his back and then yo, he dunk it. Is yo, that what you talking about? Yes, dude is crazy. That That's dude the dude that made the uh remember the scorpion dunk everybody was talking about. Yeah, that, he made that. I know yo, exactly who you're talking about. Yo, man, that dude. Look, I don't I don't know if this title flies anymore, man, because it has been proven now. Yo. Maybe they couldn't jump in the eighties, in the nineties. Now, Rick Barry, no, Brent Barry, Rick Barry was mm-hmm. the daddy. Now, Brent Barry kind of, you know, gave it a little thing because now I will say this about Brent Barry: when you look at the dunks that he did, mm-hmm. it wasn't that they was bad dunks, but I do think he got the benefit of the doubt because he was like pretty much like the first white dude to be in the dunk contest. Did his daddy's Rick Barry, so it's kind of like. Now he did do he did do the free throw dunk. Yeah. Now but his other dunks was really kind of mediocre and I think they just kind of gave him the dunk contest because that's when, that's before white dudes ha- had real athleticism, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, yeah. you know, Brent Berry and that, and that was in the mid 90s, early to mid 90s. So Brent Berry kind of kind of changed it. Now his brother couldn't jump. His brother John Berry was just a shooter. Mm-hmm. And his daddy used to shoot free throws underhanded. So that was just a totally different thing. But like fuck it. Let's get into it. So hey, bro. uh-oh. <laughs> what happened? Hey, I was watching Winning Time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and they had that nigga on there doing them free throws, bro. It's like when you watch when you watch that shit on there, bro. You just be sitting there looking like, yeah, I can't believe this nigga was in the league shooting free throws like that, man. Yo, but the thing is, he was like a ninety percent free throw shooter. I know, and he was making all of them. <laughs> <laughs> he was making all of them shits, bro. Like that shit was crazy. That's so crazy to me, bro. Yo, and then his grandson, he shoots from that way. I think he's. Think he he was at either at Purdue or Vanderbilt. Yeah. All I remember is that I remember the gold. I remember the gold and black. I don't remember if it was Purdue or Vanderbilt, but it's one of them. And mm-hmm. he shoot his under underhanded. Um, but he, I don't think he has the Barry last name though. I think oh, it was. Okay. I think it was his daughter, son. I think. Okay. But but yeah. Uh, so he has a grandson that's uh, that's coming up. 
Um, I don't know if he's a freshman, junior, or whatever. But so now they got this reboot that's supposed to be coming out, man. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna tell you something, man. I, I don't know how I feel about it. Um, from what I've seen so far, they already not casted Jack Harlow. I don't know how I feel about that. I seen highlights of him in the uh, minute. Jack and, uh, celebrity games, yes, yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. And now I see Tiana Taylor, she got picked up, so she's gonna be she, she's probably gonna be Sydney's wife, probably. Yeah. I, I I would think I know I would think that she would be that. And I saw uh, a guy that is in um John Wick movies, uh, Lance Riddick. I, I don't really know who he is, but now. Quavo reached out and said that he wanted to be in this movie. Said that he wanted to play Sydney. That would be perfect. But Jack Harlow. Thing. Now that it went out, it was it was out in the world for like two months, mm-hmm. and apparently the people that's doing the reboot came out and said, "You know, we appreciate it, but we're not going to go with you." I thought mm. it was a. I thought it would be great. We all see and know that Quavo could ball. Yeah, yes. he's been doing a little bit of acting. I mean, it hasn't been a ton, but he's been doing it a little bit. But Jack Harlow ain't done no acting, so yeah. I I just thought that for for him to come out and say like, "Yo, like I want to play Sydney," like mm-hmm. I felt like Quavo would have done a good job. Man, like, what do you think about the casting, and what do you feel about the direction that you think it should take? Because I want to hear your take, and I'm gonna tell you the direction that I think they should take. Okay. Well, I think Quavo being with, you know what I'm saying, in the in the movie with Jack Harlow, Tiana Taylor, like having that theme of artists, you know what I'm saying, in the movie together would be dope. Um I think that if they picking Tiana Taylor that she should play that the um the Gloria character that Rosie Perez played. Um only because she got some acting up under her belt. And mm-hmm. and she has that personality that she can play Gloria. You know what I'm saying? Rhonda didn't get that much screen time. She didn't. You know what I'm saying? And like to me, to have so, a name like Tiana Taylor with with her background and what she can do, like you want her to be, you know what I'm saying, on the screen. That's going. That's a draw. So you want her to, you know what I'm saying, for people to come check her out. Um, but yeah, for sure, like Quavo having the the athleticism that he has i think that would be a great addition because you don't have to worry about getting the double for him you know what i'm saying like he can actually make those you know what i'm saying yep. scenes happen so can jack harlow cuz i also seen jack harlow play but i seen him play in the um i forgot what the league is called it's like uh pbl or something it's R- rbo or something like that but it's a it's a league where they get like certain artists and then they have them play like three on three basketball and stuff. But it'd be on YouTube and stuff. So I seen that. And like um he he got some game. He can actually play. You know what I'm saying? So you don't see that a lot with you know what I'm saying, most artists or rappers or whatever. But I mean, with the the rise that he got right now, you know what I'm saying, his stardom, and then you put him, Quavo, and Tiana Taylor on there, and you add in a few other names, you know what I'm saying? Like as far as just regular actors, like yeah, that that'll be a. I wouldn't mind going to see how they, you know, what I'm saying how they doing that one, and especially if you keep the if you keep the story the same or the story similar, you know, what I'm saying, and just modernize it a little bit. I think that'd be fire. 
I feel you. Um, I feel like if they not, I wish they would have went with Quavo, but the only other person, but I don't know if they want this backlash though. The only other person that, because you brought up a, a good a good thing about not using a double, because when you watch this movie, <laughs> the original, that's Wesley and that's Woody. Mm-hmm. Like they own the court, actually playing basketball. I know, and that's all. That's and, why I said with them two, you would want to do that because you don't have to get a double. Now the only other person I could think of, but and we know he can act, mm-hmm. but you know it's, it could be some controversy that goes along with it. It's Chris Brown. Like Chris Brown, he can ball. He can he definitely act. can ball. He can definitely can act. So I just feel like that could be somebody that they could use because it seems like they don't have anybody for the Sydney part yet. Yeah, but you know, I think that to make this movie to be authentic, mm-hmm. for it to be real street basketball, like you need guys who can really ball. And I feel I'm not like, gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you. I got I got another I got another one. It's it's a little out there. Okay, and, and he may be too big for the part with. Everybody that we named because like he does like certain movies. Okay, Kevin Hart. Uh, I feel like it's. Well, I mean, Kevin Hart don't look old, but I was just gonna say like that's a huge age difference between him and Jack Harlow. Okay, so this is this is why I say if you modernize it, you can pull this off, right? So you get an older, you know, what I'm saying an older dude who. Is on the court, you know what I'm saying, playing ball. He kind of washed up. He playing around with the younger dudes. Or so we think that he can, you know what I'm saying, so we find out he can actually play. But, you know what I'm saying, he get, he get, um, you know what I'm saying, he get ran by the, the white dude. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Man, this motherfucker can't play, man, you know. And then the, the white dude come in and hoop him up or whatever. Or you could switch it up like Jack Harlow is the man on the court, and then here come old ass Kevin Hart. You know what I'm saying? They think he can't play, and then he come out and he juice him up for the money. Him and you know what I'm saying Jack Harlow get into it about the money. You know what I'm saying? And then that's how they end up. You know what I'm saying? Being cool, playing together. You know, just like the original was. But I'm saying like Kevin Hart can hoop. He can, he can hoop. He, he can, can play. Hoop. He he can he can play. He definitely can play. And and Wesley wasn't really that tall um, when it comes to you know the ball that was being played on the court. Mm-hmm. So. But, like, I feel like the movie can't – I feel like this should be more of a white man can't jump mm-hmm. sequel instead of a reboot. I don't think that you can take that that 90s feel in the way that things were in the 90s and bring it until, you know what I'm saying, 2022, 2023. No, sure. You got to Because, yeah, because, like, man, ain't nobody going to be out here with money, man. People going to be cash-apping. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 just not the same. And then the whole thing of like somebody betting on a game and these people from Louisiana is chasing you, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And you ducking them, going from hotel to hotel. Like I just feel mm-hmm. like they can't take the same story right and reboot it. I feel like this has to be more of a sequel and they have to come up with their own story that's similar. Like it's street basketball and it's two and it like it could be street ba- basketball and two hustlers. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that the storyline would work 31, 32 years from now. I don't think that same storyline can work. I think it can. And I, I really do think it can. Um, you would, but, but this is the thing. Like I said, when, I'm, when I say modernize it, I got to stick to it. Like, you would really have to modernize it. Like, you would have to take it. Like you said, instead of them chasing them from Louisiana, they would be from the same state, right? So, like, 
you know what I'm saying? He basically, one of them, you know what I'm saying, which is Billy, is basically a hustler. You know what I'm saying? He a shysty guy, you know. So Jack Harlow is playing basketball with dudes. You know what I'm saying? He might just be doing, like, playing a game of 50 or playing, um, I don't know, playing, uh, um, damn, why can't I think of what, the game? 21? No. Um, what's the goddamn basketball game where you make a shot and another nigga make a shot? Make it, take it. No. Uh, oh, horse. Horse, yeah. I about to say goat. I don't know why I was about to say goat. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying, playing the game of horse. Damn, I blanked out. But, you know what I'm saying, like, he played a game of horse with somebody on the court or whatever, like, just shit like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then um, <clears throat> with the with the Gloria thing, instead of having her go on, um, instead of having Jeopardy. her go on, like, Jeopardy, you would have her go on, like, um, shit, I don't know. I was gonna say Family Feud, but you don't want to do Family Feud because you needed other people to do that. Yeah, um, like Will of Fortune or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Just like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can still do Jeopardy. Don't get me wrong. You could definitely still do Jeopardy, but just you know, I I don't know, man. But I mean, it's a it's a way you can do it, bro. It's definitely oh, a way man. you can do it. This is about to say Will of Fortune. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Um, but nah, man, look, I, I hope that um they find a way to make this thing work. Um mm-hmm. but I don't know, man. I feel like when it comes to certain classics, a lot of the times you need to leave them alone because there there aren't it's it's more times than not, we end up liking well, real movie watchers end up liking the original better than the remake or the reboot. Yeah. So, um, but I hope they have success, man. But when it comes to, you know, Wesley Snipes and Woody, uh, Woody Harrison playing Sydney and Billy, they chemistry <clears throat> for the people who don't know, their chemistry ended up being so good in this movie mm-hmm. that they end up teaming them up again, man, and doing Money Train. Now, yeah. Money Train wasn't as successful. But Money Train was still a good movie, and they was actually brothers in Money Train. <laughs> exactly. Now, now Quavo and Jack Harlow. I don't know if Jack Harlow could could um, could act like that. I'm not sure. But I tell you this though: if you get Quavo and Lil Dicky in that movie, yo, hilarious. that would be better. Cause Dicky can ball. I've seen Dicky ball. I didn't know he could. No, no. Little Dicky really can ball. Like he really can play street ball. Oh well, there you go. He, the, it he should have been him now because he a, already. The questioning parties can Quavo act though. That's the only thing. Yeah, because yeah, because we we only seen him a little bit. I only seen him in the yeah. Atlanta episode, yeah. and that wasn't really active. Like he, he was really Quavo. Yeah, he was Quavo. Yeah. So we don't really know. That's why I say like, for it to be perfect. For me personally, I, I I like your Kevin Hart idea, mm-hmm. but for me personally, if they would have done Little Dicky and Chris Brown, I think that they that the, especially with the success of Dave, you already know like yo, he already got followers. People are going to come see this movie mm-hmm. because Little Dicky is in it. Chris Brown. Yeah, he got a little stuff that traveled with him, but at the same time, we seen him in Takers. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We we seen him in other movies that were successful. So 
we know that this dude can act. So I don't know, man. Like they still holding on to that Sydney thing, but they'll get it figured out. But I, but yeah, um, Little Dicky really can ball, and that would have been better. And then um, Billy was funny. You know what I'm saying? Like he he was funny. Mm-hmm. I like the concept that they had of it of uh, full of rundown. Basically, uh, we haven't done a synopsis yet. That uh, Billy Billy Hoyt was a Hoyt, right? Um, no, it's Billy. I think it's Doyle. Yeah, Billy Doyle. Billy you know Hoyle. 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 So he's this guy, basically like a drifter. He got his girlfriend Gloria, and he played college ball down in Louisiana. End up. So he was supposed to throw a game, mm-hmm. end up getting pissed off, didn't throw the game. And he owed these people $7,000. So he was running from them. Him and Glory was running from them. Sydney was just this hustler dude who loved street ball. And mm-hmm. he wanted to move his wife and his daughter out the hood, basically. They lived in the hood and he wanted to move them out. And so he was just doing anything necessary to do it. Billy the way he played everything was he would come to a court, act like the quirky white dude, you know, they don't know how to ball, doing these crazy <laughs> stretches. And he ended up hustling him out of $60. Mm-hmm. And the way he got him back was trash. I'm sorry. Like $60 and like $1,500 or whatever it was, not the same thing. Okay. Sydney, <laughs> 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 yo, listen, Sydney is like the good. Terrible friend in yeah. the movie. Yeah. Like he's a good, terrible friend. Like he generally felt for Billy, but at the same time, he was terrible for Billy because Billy was a disaster of a person. He's that gambling dude mm-hmm. that is, he is, that's, that's watching a person. Like anytime you're watching somebody with an addiction, that's one thing they did not cover. Especially in 1992, they don't talk about how Billy had an addiction. This dude had an addiction with gambling. He could not, you know that, you know that whole thing of like when you were a kid mm-hmm. and like your, like a grown person give you money and the first thing you want to do is spend it and your parents yeah. be like that money burning a hole in your pocket, ain't it? Yeah. And it's like that was Billy. Money burnt hole in his pockets. He just could not hold it, man. But how did you feel about Sydney? Because I felt like at the end of the day, he was a Terrible. He was a good but terrible friend. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a it's a different dynamic because you know what I'm saying you got to think about the '90s. Like black people and white people weren't really like kicking it like that. Like everybody probably thought they was. So you know what I'm saying. Like the way he kind of responded to him. I mean. You know, he, he had a family and everything. Like, then Billy wasn't, he ain't have his shit together. Like, so, I mean, he kind of was just going with the punches with Billy, man. You can't really be mad at him. Like, <laughs> he was just like, you know, like, I fuck with you. But then again, like, dog, I don't fuck with you, bro. Like, <laughs> you, you a fuck up. Like, like, nigga, I have something going here. And here you come, like, messing my shit up. So I don't know, and then like he had to he had to pull favors for him and everything. Like it's it's weird, bro. It's just that, it's, that's, it's, it's a whole weird thing with Billy, man. Like that's why I say like I say that he's a good terrible friend because it's like okay, so Billy hustled him out of. Now this is the thing. He missed the shot. He didn't mm-hmm. really hustle him. They just did five shots from the top of the key, 
and Sydney missed the last one. Mm-hmm. So he really lost the $60 himself. So he ended up following him to his hotel room and like, yo, I got a business proposition for you. And like, so then they came up with the whole thing of Sydney would already be there. And it do and that's the thing about street ball. Like, it'll be in the middle of a game and y'all will start an argument and then you just forget about the whole game. Like they yeah. just forget about the whole game. Like, hey, you pick, man. It's it's too hard making you look look uh me have me look this good and all this type of stuff like that. And so he's mm-hmm. like, yo, pick any dude out here, and you know I'll bust you either way. And so they right. pick the the corny white dude that pops up with the Nikes on, and and they had a little thing. Going. I think the first I think that first game I think they won. I think they won five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And so then you think, okay, they got a good thing going. Go to the next game, and Sydney throws the game. Right, and so he goes home to Gloria and like, yo, I, you know, we lost the money. She's like, what happened? And he was like, you know, I don't know. She was like, was you making your shot? He was like, yeah, I was making my shots. He's like, was Sydney making the shots? Like, you know, he 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 didn't play that good. She's like, you got hustle. <laughs> yeah, like, like you got hustle. He was like, nah. And he's like, look. When it's a man, when you lose, you lose. You know, you win, you win. You can't go back and ask for your money. And then that's when he found out that Sydney, you know what I'm saying, set him up and all this yeah. type of shit. I just felt like, yeah, you can only do that shit for so long. But then at the same time, it's like he knew what this meant for Billy and he didn't care. But I also think that he didn't like the fact that Billy was able to pull somebody like Gloria too. I think mm-hmm. they kind of bothered him a little bit. Yeah, like I really do. I felt like they kind of bothered him, but I I don't know, man. I hear what you're saying because see that dynamic fact, especially in '92. Like, yes, white dudes already got that that stigma of like y'all ain't athletic enough to be playing street ball, especially street ball in the streets right. with black dudes. Right. That's one thing. And then the other thing was Billy had a point in some of the shit that he was saying, and I think Sydney didn't like that. Because there is a thing of like when you balling, when you a black dude, yeah, you you want to look good on the court. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, you were sitting because, look, it's well documented. There's guys like, yo, like, we lost the game. Yeah, we lost. I had 35 though. You know what I mean? So y'all lost. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it it it, it was a thing where that was a thing. And mm-hmm. so he brought up the whole thing of like, yo, like you do the behind the back passes. You know, I remember I had a coach, man. It was Coach Reed when I was in high school, when I was on varsity. We called him uh, Coach Phil Jackson because he looked just like Phil Jackson. That's he was like, he was like six seven. He had the mustache, everything. So <laughs> so we used to always call him Coach Phil Jackson. And so, like, we would do, like, these drills. Because I told you, dude, I was playing the center in high school. <laughs> mm-hmm. At 6'2". So, he would do this thing where we would do the drill. And, like, we would do, like, the layups or whatever. And he was like, let me show you something. He was like, if you do your layup, you do a right-hand layup. He was like, put your left hand up. Because he was like, you're more apt to, for, like, to make the, uh, to make the and one. Because they'll smack <laughs> your left hand. Right. And you know what I'm saying? You, and your right hand won't control. be bothered. Yeah. Man, when you 17, 16, you ain't trying to hear that, man. You <laughs> want to do 
Hey, you want to have the, you know what I'm saying, the finger roll. You want to look sweet. I don't want to put up my left hand and have two hands up on a layup. So, but at the end of the day, it makes sense. But the thing is, we want to look good. We do have a thing of wanting to look good while we win. And, mm-hmm. like, so they had that whole race dynamic, like, going through the whole film of, like, going back and forth with the way that Sydney played and the way that Billy played. And you brought up a good point because especially in the 90s, like, like they didn't really hang out like that. And there was these stigmas that played along when it comes to the race car and the way that people play ball, especially yeah. in the 90s. Right. And I mean, <clears throat> like I said, with the whole um, Brent Berry thing, like, and at that time, like, it wasn't really a lot of athletic white dudes you know what i'm saying like i know now it's kind of a slight to hear you know what i'm saying to hear that when you're talking about a black athlete but in the 90s like that was a thing like black dudes were athletic you know what i'm saying yeah. and then the game of basketball wasn't advanced as it is now so the stuff that you would see like a michael jordan do or a magic johnson do or an isaiah thomas you know what i'm saying or a dr j like that shit was like literally watching a, a fucking sci-fi movie in real life. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact that dude could jump from the foul line and dunk, like people lost their mind when they seen somebody do that for the first time. You know, you never thought shit like that was possible. Or like, even when they showed a replay of Dr. J, you know what I'm saying? Coming up for a layup and then he bring the ball around behind the back of the backboard and, and you know what I'm saying? Lay it up on the other side of the rim. Like you don't see like at that time you wasn't seeing shit like that happen like that that yeah. freaked you the fuck out so to see a white dude be able to do some shit like that you really freaked out because you like these niggas ain't got no rhythm these niggas can't dance these <laughs> niggas ain't got no coordination like if he can do that something going on like that motherfucker's an alien so at the time like you know what i'm saying to see a white dude be able to ball like that you kind of was like Damn, so like to even to see Woody Harrelson and you know what I'm saying, the passes that he was making, you know what I'm saying, him dribbling the way he dribbled, his shot, you know what I'm saying, how wet it was, like that was like, damn, like okay, Woody Harrelson got some game. That yeah, it, but you wanna know something else though? Mm-hmm. It was a rarity was yeah. somebody like two people, Dunn BB mm-hmm. and Jason Seahorn. Because the way that people used to look at Dunn BB, you see a white dude at receiver. Now, there were white receivers, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people say, you know, one of the greatest receivers was Steve Largent. You know, yep. he was like the last, like, quote unquote, like, great white receiver that people mentioned. But, yeah. like, Steve Largent wasn't looked at as a fast guy, though. No. Dunn BB, who played with the Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. this dude was like a 4-3 guy. Like, mm-hmm. you never seen that. And this was in the early 90s. You like, yeah, because I'm pretty sure, like, when that black corner went up on the, man, look at this corny dude, yeah, man. Corny and then that boy. dude fly past you. You like, all right, hold up. <laughs> this white dude ain't going to keep burning me like this. Yeah. And then the other person, Jason Seahorn, you see a white dude at corner? You like, mm-hmm. man, I'm about to wax this dude. And then right. when he put them clamps on you, it was like, okay, mm-hmm. there's a reason why they got that white dude out here. Yeah, so it was like, yeah, so it's like that is a thing where you would look at them and be like, nah, this ain't happening. But like today's game, it's it's not the same anymore. So that's why, like, when you see a guy like Jason Williams, white chocolate, it's like, okay, 
it's it, it was more accepted. And even when he came in, he came in in the late nineties, you know, early two thousand, and the shit that he was doing, like I mean, that was black players that couldn't even do the shit that he was doing. Right. Like right. I mean, I even, I mean, if you want to talk about an entertaining, like starting five, like. That's who I want as my point guard when you're talking about entertainment. But he mm-hmm. was a really good player. Mm-hmm. But it's like nowadays, it's it's not that rare anymore. You know what no. I mean? When you start to look around the league, I mean, even, even when even when the professor first came in the N1. That was rare than the motherfucker. Yeah. Like, I, like, was, he, that, I remember when he first came on the show, that shocked the shit out of me. I was like, oh, this white boy got game. Yeah, because he really he really got that look of like mm-hmm. I mean literally you want to talk about the stereotype of like first person in class he's sitting Suburban there white boy he boy, looked like got, a, got he his like shoulders a, he like a blonde haired Rory yeah <laughs> <laughs> he looked like if Rory tried to he like if Rory tried to be Stan from uh from the Eminem video. That, oh man, that is so funny. All he needs is a beard. But Tell like when, when when he first came onto the scene, it's it's literally Billy. Like you look at him like mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here, man. This this mm-hmm. dude, like y'all got this dude out here, and the way that he used to embarrass people. Yeah. And this is the thing. And I think that nowadays, because now he do this whole thing on um on Facebook and, you know, yeah. YouTube, all this type of stuff. And I've seen somebody in the comments saying, oh, man, you, you just doing that to innocent bystanders. Like, you ain't doing that to no real ballers. And I'm like, hold up. You must uh-huh. ain't seen those mistakes. Yeah, <laughs> like, he was he was doing that to yeah. some skilled motherfuckers. Yeah, he was doing that to some to dudes that really ball. Like, yeah, he's doing sure. this little stick thing now. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, no, like, he's proven himself. Like, we seen that grind when he first came on and he's mm-hmm. out there with hot sauce yeah. and all of that shit. Like, so he's played against the real like and one legends. Mm-hmm. So he came up in that time to where he can ball, but like, but like nowadays it's not it's not that rare to see a dude like I know a lot of people love like Tyler Hero. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, he he got he got some game. I think he I think he a little more confident than what he should be. He said that he should be mentioned in the class of Luca and Ja Morant and Trey Young. And it's like, nah, dude, you ain't there yet. Hold on, who? Yeah, he he said that in the interview that he should be mentioned with the Trey Youngs, the Lucas, and the Ja Morants. Why? Exactly. And yeah, you just won six man of the year, but you, you ain't in the class of these dudes. But. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, what? Yeah, six man of the year award don't give you that kind of okay. But this was before this. He said this before the season started. Yeah, he said that before the season started. But but yeah, like he's so but he's so off and on though. Like he's not thing. He's not consistent at all. I'm sorry. I I don't even want to. He he is, but. No, bro. No, bro. Him and between him and Duncan Robinson, bro, they could either be the the reason that the Heat win, or they could be the downfall of the Heat. He's not the man like every like he think he is, bro. He yeah. have a few good moments, but let's not do that. Yeah, he yeah he he needed to get out of here with that statement. He might like, average yeah. twenty two. Uh, 
I'm thinking more like 17. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Might. I'm thinking more like 17. But um, but yeah, like when when it comes to this movie, man, being being 30 years, man, it's like damn, man, like 30 years. Like the movie came out when I was seven, yo. Yeah. And um, for it to be the way it was, Wesley being the guy that he was at that time, like because I mean, when you talk about 92. I mean, this was before. I mean, this was before Passenger Fifty Seven. Uh, this was around Demolition, Demolition Man. Let's see. When New Jack City came out in '91, he was in. He was in that. Um, you know what I'm saying? Jungle Fever came out in '91. So Passenger Fifty Seven came out the same year. Mm-hmm. So we we talked about Wesley uh, yeah. when we did the Blade Joint. Yeah. And like, so for white man can't jump to come out. And Passenger Fifty Seven, damn man, we should have did, we should have, we should have did the anniversary uh, double feature, but because Passenger yeah. Fifty Seven is that joint, man, yeah, like yeah, that's that's crazy, sniggering ass on a plane. Yo, I'm telling you, I ain't never heard of a black uh plane air marshal. He's got air marshal, yeah, like what the fuck? Um, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even fly, like. <laughs> In '92, bro. Nah, my nigga. Oh man, but that's uh, that's niggas funny. just wearing Jordans. <laughs> Ain't no way that nigga was Air Marshal, bro. Ain't no way. Hey, that's funny. Oh man, but but for this to come out, man, in '92 to be thirty to be thirty years old, like uh, yeah. I didn't watch that. In- I should have watched it before we did this podcast. Um, that's that's my mistake. But him and Woody Harrison actually sat down and like kind of kind of had like a conversation about the movie or whatever because it was a 30 year anniversary um i didn't watch that but i just feel like it's it's one of those movies especially when you go back and watch it i, I don't think i think it's a classic for a reason i don't think this movie will ever get old like even if the reboot is successful mm-hmm. i still think that even 30 more years from now people will go back and watch this one because mm-hmm. when you look at the style look at the, look at the haircuts look at the shoes Look what people had on, like when it comes to the short shorts with the with the uh mm-hmm. with the tights coming up under them. Sydney mm-hmm. had the two the two uh tank tops on different colors. The beach like, hats, yeah, the beach hats. He had it folded mm-hmm. up. Yeah, like that, like just the style, man. Just the way that, and and then the one dude, he had a Magic Johnson jersey on it every damn scene. He was, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he had nothing else to wear, man. It was crazy, but like no, the all time part though. <laughs> oh man, dude, this will never get old for me. So they at the park, and so he's like, "Yo, like, you know, five hundred dollars." And so, dude is like, "All right, let me go." He was like, "Let me go get it out of my car real quick." <laughs> this motherfucker go grabs a gun and a and a scully. Yeah. and trying to rob the stuff. And dude said, "Finish you." No, oh, I, I ain't him. Get <laughs> that damn good. He's like, man, what's wrong with you? He's like, he's like, man, listen, man, we I'm at the park, man. I need this. He's like, man, I need uh five hundred dollars or whatever. And so he was like, look, I sell you this gun, man, nice gun, man. Give me three for it. He was like, and so he went to robbing him to end up selling them the gun so <laughs> for not even the price that he wanted. So then he go back to the park, and so then they sit there to play the game, and then they end up losing. And then my man got mad and said, yo, I'm a, he's like, he, he tried to cut him at first. 
And then mm-hmm. he was like, I'm going to get my gun and shoot the whole uh, park up. So I just thought that jump was so funny, man, that he went yeah. and tried to rob this. So <laughs> that was your boy. What's his name? Uh, he was Red Dad. In, um, in oh, Ronaldo Ray. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was the store he was the store clerk. Yeah, that's the man. Yeah, bro. Like, I could rest in peace, Yeah, definitely, man. I I just always thought that that was funny, man. But it got it got some memorable moments, man. But I and then I mean, come on, man. Anytime you can see Rosie Perez, oh, come on, come on, man. Talk about it. Talk about it. Yo, man. But then you know at the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, look, her character was very necessary, man. Like, yeah. you know, for her to want to be on Jeopardy, and you would think, like, what are you doing with a guy like Billy? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I think that they they both were like, I don't know, man. Like, what 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 do you what do you, like when it comes to Gloria? Like, what come, what's the first thing that comes to your mind other than? You know what? But like, what what <laughs> comes to your mind about the the, the character Gloria? Um, to me, Gloria was um she was super dope because she added a a great dynamic between the dynamic that her and Billy had. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was active. She was like the 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 you know what I'm saying the third member of the group, kind of. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, we didn't get a chance to see Sydney's wife like that. So mm-hmm. for Gloria to be in it, it was more so a thing to where, you know what I'm saying, her personality, the way she was, who she was, you know what I mean? Like, and then at that time, you know what I'm saying, 92, for a white dude to have a, you know what I'm saying, a, a Spanish or Hispanic girlfriend or a Latina girlfriend, like, you know what I'm saying? Even they was like, yo, like, that's a girl? Like, you know what I mean? So I, I think that dynamic was dope because she – had that that urban appeal but she also was able to keep that like that street like that she had that street feel but also she was cool enough to be be a smart character like how she was like you know what i'm saying like the fact that she knew all those random facts and was going to jeopardy to win you know what i'm saying like she was for some odd reason, like she fit that character. Like, no, I don't think anybody else in that in that time could be able to do that character the way she did. Like, who would who would think that you know what I'm saying? Like anybody else would be able to do this besides Rosie Perez being able to be smart enough to be on Jeopardy, but also be cool enough to be like a hustler's girlfriend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like she it, it just seemed like she like she fit that so well. Especially with who she was at the time too, like you know, what I'm saying she was a a dancer turned actress who, you know, what I'm saying she was in the joint with um, Spike Lee, do the right thing, and like you know, what I'm saying so she was that loud girlfriend, you know, what I'm saying that that fiery, you know, what I'm saying spicy, and I hate saying this because it's it's too cliche and stereotype, but I gotta use it. But like she was that spicy Latina girlfriend that. You know what I'm saying? She was always at, you know, running off at the mouth. She was keep. She really kept Billy in line, like without her, Billy. Yeah, without her, Billy life would really be in shambles. So you know what I'm saying? Like he he gave a fuck about her enough to try to do the right thing sometimes. No no pun intended. But um, she really like just made she she really made that third cast member like that third co-star role 
it, it, it seemed as if she made it easier for them to do their thing whenever they was on screen together. You know what I'm saying? Because of the, because of her talent and her experience, it just seemed as if like they all had that connection. Even though you know the story came out about what was that J Lo? That was J Lo, wasn't it? It wasn't Rosie Perez. That what? What story? The thing about uh, Wesley Snipes trying to get up on her. I think that was J Lo. No, no, no. That was uh, that was Rosa Perez, but that was Spike Lee. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Well, she had a thing with Spike, like, like it was um, Wesley that, Snipes. Well, there was a thing where and do the right thing. Yeah. That whole ice scene or whatever. Yeah. Like she was saying, that yeah, she was she crying. Do that. Yeah, she's like she was literally crying on camera. Like that's why the camera never went up to her face. Her face yeah. And um and um she said that how uncomfortable she felt and all that type of shit. But mm-hmm. her and Spike talked about it because she said they didn't talk for a while. Like yeah. after that movie. But then she said that they ended up, you know, talking about it and all that type of stuff. She's like she mm-hmm. still felt that the that the scene was unnecessary. Mm-hmm. But she got it or whatnot. You, now there could be another situation. It might be. I'm okay. So maybe I'm thinking of J Lo and Wesley though, because I know it, that could have been. Yeah, it, it was. Wait, it, money train. You it, mean? Maybe. It might it not have been, been. It might not have been that. I had to go back and look, but I know that it was an issue between one of them. But like I said, in when this happened, I think it was J Lo. But in this one, like you could tell they they had a real chemistry outside of. The you know what I'm saying outside of the movie, at least at the time, it seemed as if they had a good chemistry, and it made it seem as if like you know what I'm saying they were comfortable enough with each other to really like give that energy on screen. And she, it seemed like she helped that a lot. She did, and for the end, the way to the end, I think that you know even when she was sitting there talking to um to Sydney's wife, mm-hmm. and she was just like um. She was like, he's she's like he's a good guy, he has a good heart, but he's just bad with money. And she was like, What mm-hmm. do you mean bad with money? You know, and it's just like so when she ended up getting her winning <clears throat> of Jeopardy and she gave him two thousand dollars to get uh some clothes for a uh, for a job interview. And see, this is why I say Sydney was a good friend and bad friend. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, you in a hole, yeah, he owes you a favor. But at the same time, you know that if he fucked this up, Gloria's gonna leave him. But he didn't mm-hmm. care. He was like, yo, I just got robbed and somebody stole five thousand dollars from me and I need to get this money back. Right. And so when he went up on him and they're having a conversation, there's all three of them, he was like, Hey, I need to uh, you know, play this game, you know, with this with the two thousand dollars. And she was like, Billy, like, if you do this, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. And he didn't get it. He didn't understand, like, yo, like, she's really fed up. Like, exactly. yeah, oh, it's the last time. I, I guarantee you will win. She's like, I don't give a shit about that. And that was that whole thing when she was trying to tell him, like, sometimes when you win, you really lose. And when you lose, you know, sometimes you win. Mm-hmm. And what that meant was if he would have told Sydney no, he would have won with her, but he would have lost with him. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And then when, when they came back to the room and realized that she left, and he's trying to say, man, you know, you shouldn't have played. He's mm-hmm. like, 
the fuck you mean? Like, you came to me telling me you need me. He was like, yeah, but you're a grown man. You can make your own decisions. But he knew Billy, he's the worst at this. Mm-hmm. Like, like even even when they when they did the whole thing of like, yo, like white man can't jump. And like when he was, this dude just won $2,500. And wanted to bet it on Duncan. And wanted to bet it on Duncan. Like, dude, like really? And then you bet your life away when it comes to your girl, and then she left you. So I, I think that Gloria, she she had to make that, she had to make that move. She had to dip out on Billy because, and maybe what Sydney was saying was right because he was like, yo, maybe y'all ain't meant to be together. Right. You know, and maybe. Oh, mean- uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say maybe at the end of the day, y'all didn't mean y'all weren't meant for each other. And and that's why I said like with her character, like she kept him in line because it wasn't the fact that they weren't supposed to be together. It was the fact that like, you know, he was doing certain shit that it wasn't necessary for him to do. You know what I'm saying? Perfect example is, you know what I'm saying? The the dunk bet, you know, he had so many tries to, you know what I'm saying? Dunk it or he, you know, and and then he bet all his money. And then on top of betting all your money, like that was the night that you were supposed to be with your girl celebrating the fact that, you know what I'm saying? I think that's when they found out she was going on Jeopardy or something like that. No, no, no. She was celebrating the fact that they won the $2,500. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And then, you know what I'm saying? She set up this whole night for him, and you come home, you ain't got shit. <laughs> but a trophy. <laughs> yeah. Like, what well, he had that then, dress for. Man, fuck that. <laughs> she wore it. I bet she did. Because that's all <laughs> she had left. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, it, it's, you just look at it like, like, bro, like, you just keep, you, you keep on, you know what I'm saying? Like, you keep on pushing it to the edge, pushing it to the edge. And it's like, finally, she had to just be like, yeah, I'm out of here. Luckily, she did that because, you know what I'm saying, them dudes came. But, you know what I'm saying, she had to do that because it's like, damn, like, nigga, you don't fuck around and sell your teeth just to motherfucking <laughs> bet basketball. Like, bro, like, that's not cool, man. We got shit we got to accomplish. Nah, we got to talk about these fake mobsters, man. We gonna take a, when you gonna sit there and take a fake picture to goddamn show that this dude is dead and he's really not dead. Now, at the end of the day, it's great for Billy because he ended up. Let me see. I think he got what well, at tournament they they had to pay two thousand to get in. So I think they end up getting basically four thousand. So basically two thousand each. I think I think that's how it went. So <clears throat> so they ended up getting that money. And so as soon as you get that money, the dudes from Louisiana they pop up. And so the Billy, well, the money that Billy ended up getting, he didn't have it anyway. So it was kind of like, yeah, like I got my money back, but at the same time they end up taking that money. So either way, Gloria would have been like, yo, like even though, but this is the thing though. If Gloria would have stayed, like you said, that they, they would have ended up taking the damn winnings that she ended up getting from Jeopardy and she still would have yep. been mad. So, yep. but for them to be those type of gangsters to not even kill him, but to take a picture like he's dead. Yeah. Like, see, and that's another thing. You can pull it off in the nineties. Ain't no social sure. media. You know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing going on. So when you go back to Louisiana, oh man, look, look at this picture, man. He dead mm-hmm. as a doornail, man. Nowadays, 
You sit there and you try to fake a death. And they they be like, yo. And they pop up on Facebook. Yeah, pop up on Facebook. Be like, yo, the dude's supposed to be dead. Like, yeah, he did. Motherfucker just tweeted three seconds ago. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know, man. That's why I say, like, it's certain parts of this movie that's like, that they're going to have to make it more new age. Like, you know, kind of like how they did Space Jam 2. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, like, in the game, like, it it was like a shot. Where you got like twenty five hundred points or some shit, like mm-hmm. it, it can't be the exact same thing because it's just it's just too much. Like too much technologies came, um, you know you you can't ain't no reason to hand the money to you know what I'm saying. Like come on man, you remember that you go yeah. you make a bet, you got one dude to hold the money, like mm-hmm. look, you hold the money, like that. What <laughs> he said, he said. <laughs> he had the fat dude to hold it. He's like, man, he ain't going to work, man. Donut shot ain't open yet. <laughs> you know, he's at the bakery ain't open yet. Yeah. And that shit was funny. But like, you know, I don't know, man. Like, I, I just feel like some some movies, man, shouldn't be touched. Like a lot of people, what I liked about Space Jam 2 was the fact that it, it gave you newer music. Like it made it more, it made it more hip hop for one. Mm-hmm. And then like it kind of made it more realistic with some of the, some of the things that they did. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I mean, I still like Space Jam One better. But it I to me, Space Space Jam One was more like epic than Space Jam Two was. Yeah, and and I think that I don't know, man. I, I the more and more I think about it, I don't know how about I feel feel about the reboot, man. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't, like I said, man, I don't know, bro. Like, I feel as if, and this is true, I feel as if if these motherfuckers can, if these motherfuckers can find a way to modernize that story, you could, like I said, you could still keep the structure of it the same. Two hustling basketball players, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, a calm wife for Sydney, you know what I'm saying? You find, a, you know what I'm saying, a, a, a nice little... Um, firecracker of a girlfriend you know what i'm saying for billy and then you can still add the gangsters in there you can still add the you know what i'm saying the the hustling aspect of basketball in there and now it'd be a little bit different because you could even change the shit up and do like and one style street ball you know what i'm saying some shit like that mm-hmm. like it's a it's a, a way you can do it and i mean shit with the way jeopardy is you can still do jeopardy yeah, but you know what i'm saying Alex Trebek is dead so that jeopardy is true. the same but we got lavar burton you got to have LeVar Burton on it. You know what I'm True. saying? So you know, you could you could do it with LeVar Burton. I think that'd be a good look anyway for him. Um but yeah, I, I think if you if you can find a way to modernize that story, if you keep keep that structure, find a way to modernize it, I think it'll be okay. You just gotta find the right actors. And if you do use Jack Harlow or somebody like that, like make sure they can play basketball. You know what I'm saying? Well, you you made a great point adding little Dickie though. I didn't know he could hoop like that, but if he man. could, if he could hoop, then that'd be a that would be a great addition. Put him and Chris Brown together, and they already worked together in a video. Him and Chris Brown back and forth. Yep. Yeah, they did that flip video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be man, him that and, Chris Brown, and you know, Chris Brown is he he, he could do comedy. So yeah, and Chris Brown is a certified baller. Like yeah, and he could do drama Brown, too. Yo, if Chris Brown. Wasn't a child prodigy at 13 years old mm-hmm. and actually went to school. Chris Brown might be, might have been in the NBA. 
like maybe maybe like, he like dude if I'm not mistaken I think he's played in the Drew League I think I don't know if he did that but I know they had a um but like, I know they he, had a um a what's the name that they used to do in LA where they used to do like um runs with NBA players Chris and he Corrigan. was in that because because him Kevin Hart Neo um Drake and a couple other people was doing it and then they was all out there like James Harden was out there Russell's out there um it was a couple other people so I think um Paul George was out there but like you know since some old retired players came out but they, they used to like do it during the summer or before the summer and you know what I'm saying have a run where like the celebrities just come out and just hoop yeah <clears throat> and I think like it'd be dope if they did like some little stuff like you brought like some retired like NBA players out there just to, you know what I mean? Just to give it more of that basketball feel. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know how they would feel about losing though. <laughs> like losing to Jack Harlow or whoever they get to play Sydney, but For sure. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I don't know. I just, the more and more I think about it, because like I say, Jack Harlow's already in like him, Tiana Taylor, um, Lance Riddick, like they're already in, but mm-hmm. you know they still looking for the Sydney character. So for sure, we'll see what end up being. I mean, I'm excited to see it. Hopefully, like I said, they can they can find the right guys to fill those roles. And if they do, man, listen, I'm I'm first to buy a ticket. Well, I feel you, man. You ready to do them flames? Yes, sir. Let's get to it, man. So, I'm going I'm to go ahead and take it. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Um, I'm not going to lie, bro. It's a five for me. It's a five. Um, the fact that you got Wesley Snipes, you know what I'm saying, one of the biggest stars at the time. Woody Harrelson, also, you know what I'm saying, one of the biggest stars at the time. And you take these guys and you put them in the movie. You put them with, you know what I'm saying, one of the hottest women in the world, Rosie Perez. And you can get this movie off. It's not bad acting at all. There's no bad acting in it, except for the gangsters, of course. But they, you know what I'm saying, you ain't really care about that. But, you know what I'm saying, you got a few guest appearances here and there. Um, but it's a great sports movie as far as the basketball goes. It was some, some great basketball being played in that movie. Oh, I ain't gonna, it was some good basketball being played in the movie. I ain't going to say great. But, you know what I'm saying, outside of that, it the story was good. It stuck to the story. You know what I'm saying? For Wesley Snipes to be playing – a straight man, but adding to the comedic, you know what I'm saying, situations, mm-hmm. I thought that he did a great job doing that because, you know, now we see Wesley doing a lot of comedy stuff. Back then, we only seen this nigga roundhousing niggas on, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Even in Demolition Man, he, he has some one-liners in there. Kind of, kind of. You write about that, but kind of, but not to this effect. Not like, to this in Demolition yeah. Man, it was corny. Like in this one, like he was actually playing a serious role, but he was giving you those, you know what I'm saying? He was giving you those moments as well. And it wasn't just one liners, he was giving you actual moments in this one. So I definitely appreciated that. Woody Harrelson, I don't give a fuck what that dude in, bro. He is going to be hilarious to me. He has always <laughs> been funny to me, bro. Like when uh when I found out he was in Zombie Land, I instantly went to that shit, bro. I didn't care about what nobody was talking about. He made that shit comedy for me. But Woody Harrelson is always great, especially playing the, the you know what I'm saying the comedic role. Um, and then I mean Rosie Perez, he's, I mean it's Rosie Perez. You can't go wrong mm-hmm. with that. 
So for me, it's a five, bro. This is a classic. You can't go wrong with this movie at all. I hear you, man. And um, I'm I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm right there where you at, though. I'm gonna go a four point five. Um, mm-hmm. everything that you just said, um, especially Wesley coming off of what he was coming off. Um, I think that this is the first time, personally, I've seen uh Woody Harrelson. But then, like, but his IMDb is crazy. Like, he went on a run after this. I love the chemistry that they had. The chemistry was so good. Like I said earlier, they ended up doing money train together, and they was actually brothers in that movie. Um, and they just kind of <laughs> look instead of Rosa Perez, you you bring in Jennifer Lopez. But yeah, you kept it. You kept that same kind of yeah, feel to it. Yeah, which is exactly smart. very smart. Definitely. Um, but yeah, like it, it, it's just a classic, man. You go back and you watch it. It never gets old, especially for somebody like in our age demographic. I, I think that if you're if 30 to about 45, mm-hmm. like, you know, you look at this movie, you're like, yo, like this is a classic, like, like this is the shit, like, especially the people that are in their 40s, they're like, yo, like this was my life. For you sure. know what I'm saying? Like growing up, like, especially people who, who played ball and all this type of shit like that, mm-hmm. people hustling to get a couple of extra dollars or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, his Sydney's story was so relatable to a lot of people because he's like, he got this contracting job. He's trying to do everything he can to get his uh family into a better neighborhood. Yeah, and, and so and he's, he's hustling. Of, he run, and then the, the dope part about this movie too, I didn't mean to cut you off, but the dope part about this movie too was that he was a business owner. Yeah, yeah, so he did like reno- like renovations, but like he uh remodeled people's yeah. houses. That was dope, man. And uh, yeah, that was definitely and. Yeah, so I, I feel like it's it's really really a good movie. I I like the uh the script, but I think that they really let them cook in this. I feel mm-hmm. like this was a movie like they they let them stay with what they was doing, but you can't write in a script like black dudes just talking shit on the court, like right. You know what I mean? Like a lot of that had to be like, yo, y'all just cook. Like this is the premise of what's going on, and y'all just do what y'all feel y'all need to do right here. And um, so, yeah, man, I'm going to go a notch below, but I'm going to go with a 4.5. Yeah, man. Okay. Okay. Um, So, now that we got that out the way, you know what I'm saying? Coming soon, man. Um, We got a – this is a doc. You know what I'm saying? We ain't did a doc in a minute. Um, this is a very interesting doc. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, you know – this uh, man, it's it's so crazy, bro. Like this documentary is about a dude who fathered over ninety eight. Yeah, ninety eight. Ninety three. Ninety three or ninety eight is one. Of Let's just say ninety. He fathered over ninety children. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We'll just say ninety to be safe. But because we don't, we he, there may be more. Who knows? With with the way he was out here getting getting down, and you know what I'm saying? My nigga was doing it the dirty way too. So you go watch this doc first. Go check this out. This is a crazy story. Um, this this is one that will have you in a trance. You will be like, yo, I can't believe this nasty mofo was out here doing this, man. Um, but yeah, Netflix, man, Our Father. Uh, that's what the documentary is called. It's about a guy who has been out here wanking it and doing other things and basically having all these illegitimate children who come to find out sometime in, or, or another in their life that they have uh, hella relatives 
and brothers and sisters. Um, but yeah, this is a crazy documentary, bro. And this is why I love documentaries because they get to tell stories like this. You know what I'm saying? And and this is one of those stories that has to be told. Because if somebody told you this, you wouldn't believe it. But the fact that they have a doc that you can see, yeah, you, you gotta you gotta see this joint. So um yeah, next episode, man, we're doing the documentary Our Father on Netflix. You guys can go check that out before the episode. Um we'll be back with what we uh what what we watching. And um until then, man, you know what I'm saying? Y'all stay tight, y'all get ready. Um and you already know if you like this episode, you know what I'm saying, or you didn't like this episode, or you know what I'm saying, you got something that you want to, you know what I'm saying, hear about, or you want some, you want us to review, hit us up on the socials on IG and Twitter at ViewAnonPod, and then on um damn, I'm about to say on Instagram, on Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group, and then you can also follow me on Twitter at Scoots Bronson. I have a link tree link in my bio where you can find me everywhere else. Yes, sir, man. Y'all can find me at s.foster8 on Instagram and Twitter at 28 Minutes or Less Pod. That's just on IG. Um, like I mentioned, I put out the uh, the last episode, episode 86. Uh, that was Friday the 13th. I put that out on Friday the 13th. Um, so go check out that episode on all major platforms. Um, that's all I got today, man. That's what's up, man. Um, so listen, you know what I'm saying? Thank you guys for the support. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's greatly appreciated. Um it's we've been we've been putting in a whole bunch of work, you know what I'm saying? And it's it's great for you guys to um it's great for you guys to always be there for us. So, you know what I'm saying? With that being said, thanks again. We'll see you on the next episode. But like they say in Hollywood, man, that's a wrap. Cut. <laughs>